Good evening, high school football fans. This is the High School Football America radio show for August the 17th, 2017. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Season is here. It started in Hawaii and Alaska, and now we come to the lower 48. 25 teams in the High School Football America Top 100 will be in action this weekend with two matchups between teams in our national rankings and we will be talking with the head coach of Carmel High School out of Indiana number 17 taking on number 52 Trinity out of Kentucky a battle of defending 6A champs we're going to talk with John Hebert of the Greyhounds coming up in just a little bit as far as some of the other matchups in the uh, top 100 also in Indiana a big one in the MIC the Metro Interscholastic Conference it will be number 20 Warren Central taking on Center Grove number 48 in our preseason rankings. I'll tell you what, the Indianapolis area has had some great football uh, played over the last several years, and I think this year may be one of the best as we have uh, four teams in Indiana ranked in our top 50. Ben Davis, the fourth Indiana team in our national rankings, will open against Arsenal Tech. That game also on Friday. You can check out all of the scores throughout the weekend by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com. We have state-by-state scoreboards. You can check out all the Indiana games that are being played in the Hoosier State uh, this weekend. The highest-ranked team to take the field Friday night will be number 11 Chandler out of Arizona, squaring off with Red Mountain. The Wolves have been strengthened with some transfers from uh, Hamilton High School, which, of course, was rocked by a... uh, hazing scandal earlier this year. Uh, We have two other teams in Arizona that are ranked, and all three of the Arizona nationally ranked teams will be in action Friday night. In addition to Chandler, four-time state champ Saguaro, ranked number 38 in our preseason rankings, will play at Catalina Hills, and number 42 Mountain Point will face Sandra Day O'Connor. Number 24 South Point from South Carolina, winners of 15 straight playoff games, will open its drive for a fourth straight title against Northwestern. In addition, to the Stallions, defending South Carolina 5A champ Dutch Fork will face uh, North Carolina's Independence High School. The Silver Foxes are ranked number 45 and coached by former Independence head coach Tom Knotts. Fort Dorchester, the state's third nationally ranked team out of South Carolina, uh, number 58 in the rankings, will take on Dorman. Football begins in Utah, number 25 East squaring off with Timpview and number 65 Bingham facing Orem on Friday night. Next week, East and Bingham will square off against each other. Five of Georgia's six nationally ranked teams will be in action this weekend. Number 29 in 2015, High School Football America mythical national champ Colquitt County opens against Norcross. The two-time defending state champ, number 74, Cartersville, plays Alatuna, defending 5A champ Valdosta facing Lowndes in their annual backyard brawl. Number 48, Buford playing Hill Grove. Number 86, Harrison and his top-ranked quarterback, Justin Fields, opens the season against East Paulding. And number 89, Roswell plays South South Forsyth. Number 16, Grayson Idle until it plays number 8, Hoover from Alabama on August the 25th. The 2017 season opening in Tennessee with number 32, Brentwood Academy facing Hillsboro. From here in Southern California, number 47, Mission Viejo gets a jump on its California competition, which the season in California opens next week, but they're traveling to Y.E.R. the Diablos to play Baldwin in North Carolina. Number 62, Wake Forest opens against Millbrook. Number 70, Oxford will travel to Vicksburg in Mississippi. And number 99, Kahuku will look to improve to 2-0 against uh, Wyani 
from Hawaii. And also, uh, number 100, Kirkwood opens the season against Chaminade. You can check out all of the schedules by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com. We've got our top 100 scoreboard. We've got the state-by-state scoreboard. Check them out throughout the weekend. All right, uh, in addition to uh, having uh, John Hebert from Carmel on the line in just a little bit, we're also going to talk with Josh Floyd, the uh, head coach of Hewitt Trustville. Uh, he's been there for, uh, this is his fourth year after doing a great job at Shiloh Christian in Arkansas. So Josh Floyd and uh, John Hebert on the show tonight. want to welcome in all of our partners, beginning with Crossover. Get your game film broken down by Crossover, and they are so accurate with their insights. It is so intuitive. Much better than Huddle, but it uh, interacts with your Huddle account. Uh, you can have both and uh, give you that coaching advantage that you need. Uh, go to Crossover.com with a K, or you can get to crossover for a free demo by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com and clicking on our banner ad. Also brought to you tonight by Echo 1612. Instant replay on your sidelines eight seconds after the play is over. It's show, not tell. Uh, make tomorrow's adjustments today by using Echo, the best out there. They created this. Uh, Chad Cargill and company in Oklahoma. Coaches making technology for coaches. It doesn't get any better than that. Also brought to you tonight by USA Today High School Sports. Check them out at usatodayhss.com. And we're also brought to you by ScoreStream. All of our scoreboards and schedules are powered by ScoreStream. Download the app at Google Play and the iTunes Store. It's fun. You go to the game. You let everybody know how your favorite team's doing by scoring along. You can also upload videos and photographs. Go to scorestream.com. And also brought to you tonight by the TDI Razor, the good folks at Southern Sport, keeping those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes. and gives you that great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. Uh, use the special code HSFA when you go to TDIRazor.com to get a special discount on your order. That's TDIRazor.com. Razor, spelled with a U, R-A-Z-U-R. TDIRazor.com. All right, we're going to take our first break, hear from all of our uh, partners, and when we come back, we're going to talk with John Hebert of the number 17-ranked Carmel Greyhounds out of Indiana. A big showdown this week, Battle of 6A Champs in Kentucky and Louisville as uh, Carmel takes on number 52 Trinity. John Hebert, when we come back, you're listening to the High School Football America Radio Show. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, You'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. 
The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's game film breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's Crossover with a K.com forward slash football.
This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Once again, in 2017, High School Football America and USA Today High School Sports teaming up to give you great national high school football coverage and coverage specifically from here in Southern California. Make sure you check them out at usatodayhss.com. Well, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting. Yes, Hawaii started. Yes, Alaska started. But uh, we come to the lower 48 now and we start playing for the W's uh, this weekend and uh, one of the top teams in the country in the High School Football America preseason top 100 in action in an all-top 100 uh, matchup as Carmel High School in Indiana, the defending 6A champs, will take on Kentucky's defending 6A champs Friday night in Louisville with uh, a big matchup on tap. We thought it'd be great to get uh, Coach John Hebert, who's been on the show several times before, to come on here and talk about his 17th-ranked Greyhounds. And we'll also joke a little bit that uh, it, it doesn't count until they start playing and what happens at the end of November. But welcome to the show, Coach. Thank you, Jeff. That's right. We uh, we appreciate you including us in your preseason rankings, and uh, we hope to live up to them. Yeah, and you guys are not afraid. I think we had you back on the show. It might have been January, February, talking about the championship last year that you won, and uh, you had mentioned you had a big game coming up. And I think right after that, you mentioned you know Trinity, and and you know you guys play in one of the toughest leagues in the country. I think most listeners uh, know that by now since we've had you on so many times. The Metropolitan uh, Interscholastic Conference there in the Indianapolis area is so good. But let's just kind of talk about what you're going to jump into here on Friday night. What you've uh, been working. Working on in fall camp, you've got your quarterback from the championship season back and all that, but what, what has fall camp been about for the Greyhounds? Well, that's a great question, and you know we, we put a lot of time into thinking about uh, building this team in 2017. Uh, it's going to be different than the team that won the state championship last year. We have a lot of players that you know were, were a part of that run that we made that are back, but, um, we, we've lost a lot of, you know, big playmakers and, and, uh, we, we, we lost our, for the most part, our offensive line. And, uh, you know, it's just going to have a, a, a different feel. And so I think, I think any high school coach would tell you that, um, you know, while you try to establish a program where you have a system uh, offensively, defensively, and, and a way you do things, and you, you strive for consistency and a style of play that you can maintain every year, it's still going to be different. The mm-hmm. individuals are different, and your, your strengths, your weaknesses are, are going to be uh, um, you know, a different tale. And while we're really pleased with the way our, our team has developed over you know, the course of the two weeks that we've had for fall camp and for all summer for that matter, it's still, it's a different team. And I think when, when the ball gets kicked off down in Louisville and, and we're, you know, in the thick of the struggle with, uh, with, with Trinity high school, then we'll start to really understand what's going to make this team tick. We, we picked our captains and, and they're great kids and, and, uh, our team voted. And, and so, um, they did a, a really good job, I think, picking representatives to lead them, and so we, you know, we're, we're. It all feels familiar when it comes to you know how we're going about things, but when it when it comes to playing, you know, there's still a lot to sort out, and maybe that's the most exciting part is to not know how it's going to be, mm-hmm. uh, not know how it's going to unfold, and and great opponents are going to help you. 
figure that part out. Yeah, it's one of the beauties of uh, high school football. It all changes. Nothing uh, change. It all changes. The canvas is a little different every year. John Hebert is on the line, head coach of Carmel High School in Indiana. Number 17, taking on number 52, Trinity out of Kentucky on Friday. We're going to get to the names of some of the kids you expect to give you leadership and actual uh, good play on the field here in just a couple of minutes. But, you know, uh, last year, and we talked about this, you, you guys got out to a 3-3 three and three start. You do have some kids back from that. You win the state championship. Is, is there stuff, though, that you can build with the kids that are coming back where you talk about the importance of you know it's not how you start it's how you finish it's almost become a you know a a mantra and maybe it's maybe it's just mine um but i feel like we all you know have really strived to cling to the idea that this is a, a a true journey that you're you were we're playing such great teams and you, you you're going into these games and I just don't think it's realistic to expect to go through them all and, and win them all. And that, I mean, we're obviously, we're, we're going to try with everything we have to win these games, you know, one week at a time, but the, the, the competition is just so good. And the way the playoffs are in Indiana and, and everybody, everybody's guaranteed a spot in the uh, postseason, And so, you know, week 10 is where that, you know, all those lessons have to be learned to the point where you can put them to use and, and you have to move forward with, with a victory. But, um, you know, we're, we're, I, 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 I see the parallel as a 46 year old to life with, with the setting that we have, you know, I, there are just some things in your life that are going to, they're going to be difficult. And, you know, sometimes you're going to get knocked down and, and sometimes a challenge might get the best of you, but you, you know, it's in the way that you look at it and it's in the way that you respond to it. And, and then, uh, you know, really become more determined, hopefully to, uh, improve and move forward and become better from, from setbacks. So, you know, I, I take losses as bad or maybe, maybe even worse than, than, uh, most people, but, um, you know, I keep coming back to this idea that what we're trying to instill in, in these young people is resiliency and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, the ability to keep moving forward and, and, and in tough times grow stronger and, and closer uh, with, your, with your teammates, all the people that you're doing it with. And I think uh, it's, it's worked well for us, and I, I would like to not have to be in that situation. I, it would be great if we came out and were successful with all the things that we've done in, in 2014, we had a team that was undefeated all the way through to the state championship against Ben Davis. And, uh, we lost that game. And, uh, I felt during the season that there were some challenges that we got out of, but I don't know that we were necessarily better for it that, you know, maybe somewhere along the road, um, a loss might've helped us. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that, uh, that, that gets turned upside down last year when, you know, we, we lost four games ultimately. And, um, that's too many, you know, you start thinking, well, that, what, what, what's an acceptable (laughs) amount of losses. And well, I don't know. I, I think, I think as long as your team is positive and they understand, you know, within reach of, of what you're trying to, you know, emphasize to them that you can improve and we still can 
go out and, and beat any team, then then I think uh, you're on the right track. Yeah, and uh, just to put it in perspective for the listeners out there, uh, in Indiana, in, in the conference that they're in, four teams, including Carmel, are in our top 100. As a matter of fact, all four in the top 50. Uh, Warren Central is number 20. Uh, we've got uh, Center Grove at uh, 48 and Ben Davis at 50. So uh, it's, it's more than just Trinity coming up on Friday night. Well, Coach, you mentioned that you picked your captains, and maybe that's a good place to start uh, I know your quarterback is back from last year Jake McDonald tell us a little bit about that leadership in the captaincy and uh, and give them you know kind of a little props here on what what they do good and what you're looking for from them to lead this team here in 2017 well we 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 put together a list first the the guys had to apply to become captains and um, you know that we developed kind of an, an internal list of accomplishments. Some of it is in our off season program and how much they've improved. And then, you know, also they're on the field accomplishments, which, you know, probably is last in terms of importance, but yes, Jake McDonald um, was voted captain. He's our only returning starter on the offense at quarterback last year. He threw for almost 2,400 yards and 31 touchdowns, nine interceptions and, I, I don't think anybody would look at him and uh, or, or evaluate him and, and say that his greatest strength is his his talent or uh, his arm strength or foot speed or you know and I, he's certainly capable in all three of those areas. But his the, what he brings to the table is unselfishness, and that that's really what what I hope to see in our captains are people that are that are thinking about other people their teammates, their team, their, you know, the supporters on our team first. And, and that, that defines Jake. He's a, he's a poised, mature, um, patient, uh, but, but really competitive guy that uh, pushes himself to improve and leads by example. People love to be around him. Rarely does he, does he ever talk about himself. And uh, I think that that rubs off on on the kids uh, that are playing alongside of him. So last year it was three Division One receivers, and his job was to get the ball to those guys, and he did a did a great job with it, and and led us to a state championship. And now this year, you know, so much more is is going to be on his plate to carry us through some tough times. Maybe not necessarily by making all the plays, but by by keeping the positive attitude, by maybe calming some guys down until they're experienced enough. Um, but he certainly, he has everybody's attention and, and he's a great, uh, he, he's, he's, he's exactly what uh, a high school coach would hope to have um, leading his offense and, and for us leading our entire team. Uh, we also have Zach Bowman, who did start a couple of games on the offensive line last year, and now he's playing right tackle for us. And uh, he can also snap the ball and play center, and we may need him to do that. Everybody else on the offensive line besides Zach has had uh, very limited experience. And so he's the one guy that uh, has been on the field and, and you know probably would have started most of the season last year, but you know, he had a kid in front of him that was a senior that really poured it on and did great, great things for us. And, but he's, again, he's a team, team guy. He's always talking. He's always trying to lift people up, cares so much about, you know, this program and, and, and doing things the right way. 
And then uh, defensively, uh, Joey Schmidt, who's a junior outside linebacker. Uh, you know, we, it's rare around here to have a junior as a captain, and I didn't know how I felt. We had we had some juniors apply, and but you know, the team overwhelmingly supported and endorsed him as a as a team captain. He was a starter last year, and um, he was our our second leading tackler. But he was you know he's just a a great great football player um he does have an offer already from bowling green and i expect him to have a whole lot more um you know he's he's uh we expect really big things from joey schmidt uh and then we have two other defensive players vance routabush is a defensive end um a senior who has worked incredibly hard he's our strongest player pound for pound um, really strongest player overall, just just in uh, terms of the numbers, and then, um, but undersized as a defensive end, he's 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 lean, he's 200 pounds, but he's you know he's in there going against guys in our in our league that are over 300 pounds, and but he's he's fearless and and relentless and can do uh, you know can can play every snap in a game, um, that type of a guy with mm-hmm. that kind of a motor and but soft spoken and people really love him on this team. Uh, we're really excited about him. And then, uh, the, the, the last guy is Matthew Wolf, who, uh, is a safety for us. He's, he's really, a uh, an emotional leader. Um, maybe the biggest emotional leader we have, he's been through a, a lot of things in his personal life. And we shared some of the, some of the hard times, tragedies that he's had, um, in his life because they happened during, football season and the team has really rallied around him and and he's the kind of guy that he's always got a word or two for for everybody uh, in their ear usually it's it's not for any kind of a show you know he just you know the things that he's been through in his life he's using to you know help support other people it's, mm-hmm. you can just tell he's got this higher purpose about him and um, he's a fierce competitor. We're so we're just so proud of him and what he's what he's doing for us. Just like all those guys, and and I told the guys that weren't picked as captains that wanted to that, you know, leadership doesn't end with these with the selection of this right. this list of captain it, it, the captains. It's what you do now. You know, it's, it's your your true impact is going to be now. If you weren't chosen, what what kind of a leader are you going to be? Um, if you're going to step aside and let somebody else lead, then we're not going to be great. And if you're going to feel um, bad about it or feel, you know, resentment or, or, you know, disappointment beyond the initial reaction, then then you're letting it get in the way and you're, you're we're not going to be as great as we hope to be. So that challenge is still out there for guys and we hope to see positive reactions, but we've, we've got talented kids. We've, We've got kids that some kids that aren't as talented, but they they have tremendous heart and commitment. And then, and we've got uh, a mix of experienced and inexperienced. And so, um, 
that's the joy of high school coaching is putting all that together into a team and, and playing somebody great like Trinity. It is what makes the uh, the sport so great. John Hebert is on the line, the head coach at uh, Carmel High School, uh, third year for him. He's an alum, a longtime assistant there uh, before taking over uh, three years ago. Coach, you, you mentioned the captains, obviously, but because you are young, who are some of the kids that you've seen kind of develop through the summer in through fall camp that you expect some things out of? Give us some of those names where you think these are the kids that are going to do the things you we're talking about which is bring this team together as a team not a bunch of individuals well to start with the defense i don't know if the defense is ahead of the offense but we do have more guys back um we 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 moved a strong safety ben leary who's a senior we moved him to inside linebacker he is a guy in the state championship game when when center grove was about to score uh the touchdown in the first possession in overtime that, that Ben jumped up and punched the ball out before it crossed the goal line. And we recovered and then we kicked a field goal on the next play to win it. And, um, he was an outstanding safety for us. And, you know, we had to, we had to shore up our inside linebacker play and, and, you know, he's only 190 pounds, but he's just a fierce, um, player. And, and, um, competitor and you know i don't i don't know that he necessarily wanted to move to inside linebacker he never said he did not want to but he he did it he 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 understood what we were asking of him and its importance to the team and so uh, and he continues to get better but he's he's a football player and and he's a guy that everybody you know when 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 you're playing you want him on your side so He's a guy that's going to bring people together and make plays. Bo Robbins is a junior. He's our most highly recruited player. He's a he's got ten offers right now um, as a, as a junior going into his junior year. Michigan State, Northwestern, Indiana, Purdue, Minnesota, um, among others, and and I think many more to come. Uh, he's he's a real difference maker. He's had. Uh, you know, a couple of injuries along the way and, and surgeries that have, um, you know, he's had to recover from, but he's, he keeps, he keeps playing and practicing and being a part of the group, even though, you know, he's got this great talent and, 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 uh, recognition. He certainly doesn't carry himself that way. And I think that's a great motivator for everybody else to see. So we have him and we have Vance Routabush on the defensive line. We did, we do also have a sophomore, uh, nose, uh, Cole Brevard, who, um, is new to the program and he's just shown some really special characteristics. Alex Brown, outside linebacker played a lot for us in the state championship run last year. And now he's, now he's a starter, um, and, and just a, a amazing leader did, you know, he didn't, he didn't put himself up for captain, but I kind of wish he would have because he, he certainly uh, has all that it takes. But um, his teammates know what he's all about, and he's he's a very talented track athlete and and, and a great football player for us. And um, Nate Fry is a returning starter at safety, um, and as he's a junior, he started as a sophomore, and just great summer and fall camp and tough kid his brother jack is a defensive lineman for us he's a senior so you know we got the fry brothers in there um on defense and and then uh andrew colombo at corner uh, 
played a little bit for us last year, started a game or two, and um, now he's a senior and doing a great job leading. And Mark Allen, um, another corner, Tommy Sprates is a, a junior corner that's that's coming along and has great promise, and I expect great things out of him. And Robbie Ezreal is a uh, another safety that kind of, you know, he's he's rotating in and out, but making a lot of gains and becoming a guy that we think needs to be on the field a lot more. So uh, Matt Boyer, inside linebacker, is uh, a junior, and all summer long he's been running with the ones. And, uh, you know, so there, there are several other guys there, uh, Matt Fortier, Zach Lindell, and um, – you know, Joe Conway is another one that's worked really hard offensively. I'm so pleased with our offensive line. Caleb Schaefer is uh, our right guard. He's he's a Division One um, prospect as a as a uh, junior, six five and three hundred pounds, and just a lot of talent, a lot of ability, and but most importantly, a great great mental approach to the game and a, and a selfless guy. Um, we, uh, you know, I mentioned Zach Bowman already, but Matt Matt Kleppinger is uh, a tackle, the other tackle for us as a junior, coming along really well, and um, is a great player, and I think he could really become um, a, a recruitable player as well. And um, at center, Sloan Goldblatt's doing really well, and and uh, and Dominic Kate is another one that's that's uh, providing us a lot of depth. John Vanzetta is a senior and, and starting at the other guard and doing really well. Uh, sophomore Thor Crocked is a basketball player that we got, and he's uh, showing that he's he's got really some traits that people are looking for at the, the next level. And um, Saketh Gajala is a, a guard that uh, guard slash tackle can do a lot of things for us. We're still still thinking he's, he's uh, going to make a big impact. Wide receivers, Atticus Klaus is um, the guy that we think is going to be the, the you know real playmaker on the perimeter. Wesley Watson um, as an X receiver and Jack Redimel. Um, really happy with a, a sophomore named Aiden Ellison and and then another basketball player we got out, Sam Rogers, um, talented, hardworking, athletic uh, kid there and. Um, Ross Abdella is another one that's really come along. I think, you know, on paper, our running backs are our deepest position uh, with uh, Kamari Hunt. Uh, he's got an offer from Central Michigan. And then Will Schmidt is a returning starter, or, you know, returning rotator. Mm-hmm. Schmidt and, and Hunt had about 500 yards apiece rushing last year. And then we have a 2020 Dylan Downing, who um, is also a Division One player that is just waiting and, and really um, chomping at the bit to make his impact on Fridays. Um, we have uh, both our kicker and our punter back. Connor Coughlin kicked three field goals in the state championship game for us last year. He was 14 of 15 on field goals, is back and um, quite a weapon, and he can punt the ball too. And then Zachary Bradley is our punter and our fullback. Uh, also can play tailback. We've, we've We've been playing them a little bit at tailback, so we've got a, a great amount of um, production that we could get out of Zachary Bradley, and again, a, a very team-oriented guy, who, you know, willing to do anything to to help us out. Now, I know, I know, I left some people out there, but um, 
I also, for the listeners, they're probably wondering how I got all those names out. But I'm impressed. Yeah, you know, I got them on my mind. That's for sure. As we're preparing for practice, and um, I'm 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 really proud of them already, just for for what they've done. I believe in this group. I I want the best for them, and um, a lot of it is 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 up to them. And uh, we're going to find out what they're made of. Yeah, no, and and by the way, coach, you know my mantra here: it's it's players first. So I just let you go. I I, I never want to come off as the guy that knows everything. So I rely on you for that. So a, a great job, and and like you said, the kids you left off wasn't wasn't intentional. You got a lot in there. We're talking Carmel High School football tonight in Indiana. They're our top team in the state of Indiana, number seventeen. But what a season it's going to be there in uh, the central part of the state, uh, coach. Let's um, you know talk a little bit about Friday then we'll talk about you know the season in state and that all that uh two traditional programs you guys have great tradition Trinity has great tradition uh although a lot like you they don't have a lot of people back they have I think one returner on on offense a good one a wide receiver and Rondale Moore who's uh, committed to Texas so what what do you know about the the Shamrocks going into this one well we played them back in 2013 and then again in 2014 and in 2013 it was at our place and it was a shootout. We, we ended up losing that game at the, the score was in the thirties. And then, uh, you know, we, we were, we were close to being run out of our own, our own stadium in that game, but we, we mounted a second half comeback and made it a little closer than it probably was. But the next year in 2014, we, we traveled down to Louisville and we won that game 10 to seven uh, on their home field. And, um, so it was kind of opposites there. And, and so I, I'm not sure, um, you know, what we're, what we're in store for Friday, but I do know that they're about as fundamentally sound as any team that I've seen. And, um, you know, like all great programs, they, they're going to reload and, um, you know, because there's just too much pride and, and great coaching and hard work going on for that not to happen. We, you know, we checked out their scrimmage uh, film, and and you know they have ours, and you know there's just only so much you can really um, tell from that because you you hold back a little bit. It, it, winning and losing isn't on the table, and so um, you know there, there'll be some some unexpected things, and but we you know, we just like you always do in week one, you look at what they've done and try to predict what you think they're going to do, and you prepare for scenarios and situations and um my guess would be that if i were coaching that team i would want rondale Moore to have the ball um you know as many times as possible Mm -hmm. and so um you know that's the guy that we we're going to put um a lot of focus and emphasis on stopping but um i don't know if it's possible to be honest because uh he is a fantastic player. We we played against Russ Yeast twice last year. Yep. He was head of the Louisville when he was at Center Grove, and um, Rondale Moore is is uh, a lot like him, um, maybe a little shiftier and um, more elusive, but that same kind of speed and game breaking ability, and um, and they the way they the way they're able to get him the ball out in space. It's a it's a scary thought, you know, especially as a return man. And so um, I'm trying to get sleep at night, but I keep I keep seeing him running around us, and um, we'll 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 do our best. I think defensively, again, uh, they're they're really talented, 
on their defensive line and we've got a, a young offensive line. Um, so we're going to have to do some things to, to try and uh, limit their uh, impact on, on, uh, you know, getting after the passer and making plays in the backfield. And so uh, we'll have to fight really hard to stay on schedule on offense and try to, um, you know, keep them off guard. And we're, we're going to have to run the football. I mean, that's, that's a big part of who we are. And we feel like, you know, with all the time we spend on it and all the time that we, and, and emphasis we put on um, developing our, our physicality, that's something that, you know, we've, we've got to go and, and, um, and, and establish early on and, and maintain it. And for us to have a chance against uh, the Shamrocks. Of course, uh, no one would ever accuse you of uh, that that vicious word cupcake. You guys are coming out of the box pretty quick with this one, John Hebert on the line. And uh, before we let you go, we got to uh, you know get you to the real thing that uh, that matters there, which is the in-state games in your conference. Uh, like I said, four teams in our top fifty in the algorithm. Um, what's the chatter around town? I guess that's probably the best thing. Um, you, you got some darn good football this year. Can you give us a little bit of a handicap on how you see this all shaking out this year? Well, that's a, that is, uh, really dependent on who you ask because, uh, you know, you have Warren central at number 20 and you have Ben Davis, um, in the forties, I believe 50 50. and, um, you know, our local, uh, newspaper, the Indianapolis star just came out and they had Ben Davis number one. I saw that. Yeah. I I watch everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I, I'm glad I want, I want them to, you know, with the the coaches poll had us number one, and I think that's a, a nice uh, tribute to our um, state championship team last year. I don't, you know, that's probably how I would vote most years: is you give it to the team that won it the year before, and not that uh, you know, I, I to be honest, I I don't I don't engage in that type of thinking, but but I do know when I look at Ben Davis and I look at Warren Central, I see two programs very similar that are extremely physical and athletic, great coaching. I mean, just amazing coaching. Mike Kirshner at uh, Ben Davis does an outstanding job every year. And then Jason West at Warren Central, those two are, they're, they're, they're a tall order to compete against. So, you know, both of those teams, and they're bitter rivals with one another. They've put both of them in the same sectional, and a lot of people – uh, you know, are upset about that. Um, you know, they, they traditionally have been in separate sectionals, so they wouldn't meet until a little later in the playoffs. And But that's how it is. And, uh, you know, they're going to play that game. And, you know, whoever survives it, I think, has got a great chance to win it all. And, and then, uh, you know, I've been around long enough to know not to count out um, Center Grove mm-hmm. and Eric Moore. Um you know, it, and it's these types of years, you know, he's really inexperienced at Center Grove, but it's these types of years where I'm most impressed. Obviously, when they have great talent, you know, Coach Moore gets a lot out of them, but there isn't anybody in the state of Indiana that does more um, with what he has than, than Coach Eric Moore. And, and so it would not surprise me to see ben, uh, Center Grove get uh, through a lot of these these hurdles and, and – um, you know, continue to be the top program in the state of Indiana, which I, I really feel like they're, they certainly deserve, um, 
that's very strong consideration for that. And then um, I'm also very impressed with Lawrence Central. You know, they won state championship back in 2012, and then they had a coaching change last year. Bill Peebles is the head coach, and they have a, a lot of talent, but most importantly, they've, they've got a great plan and great coaches, and, and Coach Peebles is going to be in his second year now and um i i really think lawrence central is 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 in the conversation with the other teams that that i've mentioned so you know if you're if you're keeping track that's five um right there and then you know you we've got uh lawrence north is another one uh coach uh pat mallory who you know has resurrected that program and they beat us last year um, they're still, you know, kind of in that rebuilding phase, but they they're back to where, um, you know, they can compete with anybody, and they have they have, um, you know, great strength program and 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 great athletes and coaches. So that's six, and then uh, you know, North Central has a new coaching staff, and and of course Jimmy Graves at Pike, who's been there, um, you know, is is a fantastic coach. So. Um, you know, they're, this league just keeps getting better, and um, I'm I'm honored to be a part of it. We're excited to compete. At, you know, I, I hope the people in our community really understand uh, mm-hmm. what a what a great challenge this is. Because when I go outside of this area and I talk with coaches just about who we play, and um, there's there's a lot of understanding, and that um, you know you're you're going to take some losses in that conference. And, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, that's when, when, when the, when you go back and look 2011, we won the state championship in 2011, Carmel did. And then Lawrence central won it in 12, Lawrence central won it in 2013. Ben Davis won it in 2014, Center Grove won it in 2015. And then we won it in 2016. So every Every year, it's a mix team, and it's a different one. Not one time uh, in the in the modern era has there been a repeat. Never, you know, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, it looked like Center Grove was going to repeat last year, but that might have worked in our favor. That you know, we were in the position we were, and um, you know, so whoever is in that situation, better look out because uh, there are a lot of teams gunning for you, and. Um, it's exciting around here. It's going to be. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, no doubt. I've you know I've I'm from the east, as you know. I live out here in the west, so I, you know I know all about the teams in the big north there, United and the Trinity League out here. But you know, right in there, you guys continue to improve up the ladder, and you're all public schools too, which is a it's a big thing. And I always tell people, you know, I watch a lot of tape uh, that you can on the internet now, which is cool. You guys do a great job there in in Indiana. So con- congratulations on what's going on there. And uh, I guess the last question is, you. Know, you know, on the on the chalkboard. That's I'm an old school guy, but maybe on the grease board. Uh, do you have three or four things that you want to have happen this year that will let you know that by playoff time you guys will be ready to try and defend? What are the keys to two, 2017? Well, I think everybody's going to talk about wanting to be uh, to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you hope that your team stays stays healthy, but I know that that. Um, that can't be controlled a lot of the time, but when we do have some guys that, that miss some time, um, I'm, I'm really eager to see guys that have been competing all summer long and have earned the right to be in a rotation or right there, ready to play out, see them step up, come in, play a role, you know, help us through 
tough situations and and still come out on top. So I think going through the tough schedule and having new players come into the lineup and they we don't miss a beat, we don't have to pare things down, um, that's a great indicator. That tells you, I think, a lot about the team you have. I think if if, you, if guys are sitting around and you're saying, well, we were just waiting to, to get healthy again, I think, I think you can lose a lot from your team. Uh, you've got to have those high expectations uh, throughout there. Um, and then dealing with, dealing with uh, setbacks that occur uh, on the field. And, and, you know, not everything's going to go our way, no matter how hard we prepared, no matter, you know, how thorough we feel uh, we've been and, and uh, how much maybe we think our hard work has earned us uh, a rightful victory. It's still nothing's guaranteed in this, in this game, or especially with our, with our competition level uh, in this conference and on our schedule. So um, can you move on when, when uh, adversity strikes and, and you have setbacks and, you know, what's the attitude of your, of your team on Monday when, when that happens, you know, are, are, are people really eager to get back to work and do they have an elevated energy level after things haven't gone well or, 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 or you know, when we've had a, a good run, um, are we going to build on it or, or, or do we think that what we've done is, is enough? And, and, uh, you know, around here, even, even the good years, even great years, uh, you still battle, um, you know, the psychological part of, of going through the course of this season. So, you know, a strong mental state, um, for your team, I think is, is a great indicator that by week nine, week 10, um, you're headed in the right direction and you're really ready to go. Um, so I, I'm excited. I, 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 you know, offensively, we've got to find, uh, you know, the recipe that's going to work with this year's ingredients and, um, it's going to be different and, and, you know, as a team, our defense is going to need to be able to, um, you know, hold the door at times while the offense is, is figuring that out. And then, you know, the offense will take on that role too. When, when we're up against a, a really strong opponent offense that, you know, we're, we're grasping at straws to try and slow down, which happens even, even when you have a great defense that happens. And, especially uh, when the Vendas is in Warren Central Center Groves. So, um, you know, sometimes the season hinges on moments that uh, could go one way or the other. And uh, we, we've got to recognize when those moments are, and we've got to try and capitalize on, on, on self-created momentum and then, uh, and then enjoy it. I, wa- I want these guys, I personally want to enjoy this season, but I, I insist that these these players, these young people, enjoy what we're doing. It's such a once-in-a-lifetime a experience to, to be in your, your senior year in high school playing football in a, in a great environment. So let's make the most of it and have a lot of fun. And I think if we're doing that, then uh, we can't go wrong. Sounds like a good plan for 2017. Coach, always appreciate you coming on the show here. Uh, continued success with the program and have a great 2017. We appreciate you coming on. Jeff, once again, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for covering the Greyhounds. Very welcome. Uh, Taking a break when we come back, heading to Alabama, Coach Josh Floyd of the number 91-ranked Hewitt Trustville football team. That and more, you're listening to High School Football America.
Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's game film breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can 
can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Once again, in 2017, High School Football America and USA Today High School Sports teaming up to give you great national high school football coverage and coverage specifically from out here in Southern California. Check them out at usatodayhss.com. Well, we continue uh, to do the previews here as we walk our way through various parts of the preseason top 100 that's created with our proprietary algorithm. And uh, we had this gentleman uh, on the show uh, several years ago, back when he was, uh, I think when you were in Arkansas, maybe it was in the in the interim when you were coming to Hewitt Trustville in Alabama, but uh, the Huskies ranked number nine. 91 in the preseason top 100 and uh, doing some special things last year. First uh, undefeated regular season in Husky history and Josh Floyd has uh, done the great job that he did at Shiloh there in uh, in Arkansas and now he's doing it as he enters his fourth year in Alabama and he was on the show. And like I said, I think that was back when you were in Arkansas, Coach, but welcome to the show anyway. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's uh, glad to be on here again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was when I was still at Shiloh back there, So, uh, but I'm excited to be on representing the, the Huskies today. Yeah, no, it's going to be fun to talk about this and some of the things that uh, you've done there. Like I said, last year was a, a great year, and maybe that's a good place to start the interview, which is you know kind of the springboard. One of the beauties, obviously, of high school sports is things change on a yearly basis, but uh, a great season like it was last year, a national ranking. USA Today also has you in their Super 25. Tell me a little bit about how you're making that transition from 16 to 17 through your spring ball and now fall camp. Sure. Well, uh, you know, last year was a special season for us. Um, you know, we obviously it didn't quite end the way we wanted it to. You know, um, but but we had a great year. Had a lot of firsts um, in in school history. We had a really special senior class. We had 29 kids that, that were uh, that were just just really good football players for us, and and they and they were leaders for us. And uh, you know, the thing about last year is we had a lot of guys that were three-year starters and guys that uh, had been in here, which uh, I, I just finished my third season last year. And so those are guys that, that were uh, when we first came in. And so, um, you know, it, it, we obviously lost some really good football players. We, we've had, uh, we, we had five guys signed division one last year. And so, um, you know, the year before that we, we had, we ended up having eight guys signed. And so I mean, that's one thing we've tried to do here is, is I always feel like it's our job as high school coaches to push these kids, um, as much as we can to, to college coaches, and, and uh, not everybody can do that, and it's not for everyone. But we at least want to make it at least a possibility for for kids. And so um, I, I think our kids have, have done a great job in that area. Um, you know, we're fortunate to have a great school here, so, so, so our kids do, do really well in the classroom um, most most of the time. Um, and so, um, but we're, we're excited about where we're at as a program. Uh, we obviously have some some younger guys this year. I mean, that's the biggest. Um, concern we have is we just got to come together as a team and as one unit and uh, sometimes the only way to do that is on Friday night and uh, you know we need some Friday night experience but but I'm excited about what we have. 
Yeah, and you got the Champions Challenge coming up. We'll talk about some of those kids in a moment. But uh, you had such great success at Shiloh. There was a there was a foundation, obviously, there uh, that you had. And then you come to Alabama. What were some of the things that, that maybe you brought with you that, that worked from Arkansas to Alabama? Or, or, or what are some of the things you did different to build the foundation with the Huskies? Sure. I mean, it's definitely different. Um, you know, at, at Shiloh, um, Christian Arkansas, I mean, you know, it had a, a storied past, you know, and I think we did some, some great things there, and, and I think we were able to take it to another level. But, but also, I mean, you know, you had, you know, I mean, Coach Gus Malzahn well, was my coach there mm-hmm. years ago, and so, I mean, there was already a, a championship um, mentality there. Um, you know, and, and Hubert Trussell has um, had, had, had some really successful seasons in the in the 80s and 90s, and, uh, you know, and, and they still had they'd had good seasons lately. It's not like they were a losing program by any means, but, you know, what we were trying to do is, is try to take it to a to a championship program and, uh, you know, to where we at least can, can be one of those teams that gets talked about every year um, to, to have a chance. And so, um, you know, we've, I, I would say, obviously, there's stuff on the field we've done, but, but I think off the field more than anything, I mean, we, we just tried to really pour into these kids and, and develop relationships with them and, uh, and, and try to um, pour into them, you know, just, you know, teaching these guys about serving others and serving in the community. And, 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 and so I, I think that stuff just as important or more important, obviously, long term in the field. Um, but, but I think that, I think that does help your program and be successful because these guys, um, you know, I think it helps them, helps them stay humble and, and, and understand there's a big picture out there. Um, I, I think the biggest thing, uh, from a football standpoint w- would probably be our, our strength and conditioning. And, uh, I, I don't think we were near where we needed to be as a program. Um, when we first got here, um, and we, we were, we were pretty weak in the weight room. Um, when you're playing, 7A Alabama football. I mean, it's it's you know it's a tough physical brand of football here, um, and, and so I, we were really far off in that area. So um, I, I think that's one thing we've been able to accomplish. Um, and, and, my, and Coach Perry, our, our strength coach, and the rest of our coaches, our staff has done, have done a great job in that. You know, I give credit to those guys for for doing that. But but our kids bought in, and, and uh, you know there wasn't a lot of pushback on that. I think they were hungry for it, and uh, I think they wanted to be pushed in that area so I, I would definitely say that I mean offensively I mean I, I'm, I'm a head coach I'm an offensive guy but obviously I mean you know you got to play defense I mean in, in this state I mean you're not gonna you're not gonna make it too far if you don't have a great defense and coach Rudy Griffin our defense coordinator has done a great job getting those guys up I feel like we we have a chance to be really good on the defensive side of the ball this year um, you know offensively I just think you know that that's kind of what we're known for more or less but uh, but but I think we, we have brought our, our system here um, and I think it's a little bit different than what most people have seen down here in Alabama. And we try to go fast and push the pace the entire game. And, and uh, I think that's helped us be successful. That's no different than what you did there at Shiloh. Josh Floyd on the line, head coach at Hewitt Trustville, number 91 in the preseason rankings. Uh, Hoover, the highest ranked team in the state in our algorithm at uh, number eight. Uh, Central out of Phoenix City is uh, there in, at uh, 70, and you guys are at 91. Let's let's talk about some of these kids. And by the way, folks, uh, Coach Floyd was great to give us a, a lot of insight in, in an email. So we're putting together a story you'll see this weekend come up at highschoolfootballamerica.com, which will go in depth a little bit more. But let's uh, let's start with some of the talent there that you have uh, I, I think the thing that stood out to me uh, the old quarterback being the coach there uh, you, you talked to me about a young man that's going to be pulling the trigger for you guys so let's start with that and start in the offensive side of the ball and explain what the Huskies are all about when it comes to moving the football this year sure uh, yeah you start with uh, Paul Tyson our quarterback I mean he, he's a big kid he's 6'4 205 pounds and uh, already has s- several uh, division one offers um, but but I think he hasn't even 
close to his potential yet. I mean, he, he's a guy that uh, you know doesn't have a lot of fine out experience. So uh, again, I think it'll be great for him um, every single game. Um, just put him in, in some tough situations. But I, I've been really pleased with Paul. I mean, he he really understands what we're trying to do. He's, he's a smart um, player. He's a student of the game. And uh, the exciting thing about Paul is he can make every throw, man. He, I mean, he's got a big time arm, which obviously is why these these uh, Division One colleges. Are, are already love them, but I mean, there's, I, it's just fun to call plays when when you have a guy that can make every single throw. And so, um, obviously, with with our system, I mean, that's 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 a big part of what we do is our quarterback position. And um, you know, two years ago, um, we had a, a quarterback that actually signed with Appalachian State, and, and, and he rushed for a thousand yards, um, you know, but both years. And you know, last year we had more of a drop back kid that signed with Memphis, Connor Adair, and, and, and so it's a little bit, um, you know. Different, you know, because that's a good thing about our system. We feel like we can just adjust it to whatever type of players we have. But the quarterback position is, is, a, is a big part of that, you know, whether that person's a dual threat or a drop back and all those things. So, you know, I, but I think we're able to adjust that. And, you know, um, it, it always starts up front, um, obviously. Um, I, I think we, we have two guys that are, that are big leaders for us. Um, you know, our, our center, Ben Adams, is a guy that will be a three-year starter and uh, just been a great um, – player for us um, i mean he's a he's a guy that's uh he's got a lot of experience and uh so he's our leader up front he's a guy that's getting us right all the time in our calls um pierce quick um you know he, he he's as good as any any lineman in the country um he's a guy that's already committed to alabama um he started for us some as a freshman late in his freshman year and that's just, just a big time player only, only going to be a junior um but, but but he he just a you know he, he's he's great to run behind obviously um so so i'm excited about those two guys you know those guys are really our leaders up front, and, and then we, we're fortunate to have some some weapons. I mean, I feel like we have more weapons than we've had, um, you know, for, in our skill spots. Um, we, we have two seniors, Elliot McElwain, um, who had over 1,500 yards last year, and, and Logan Pitts, another uh, a receiver for us, a big kid, six two, two ten. Um, you know, two seniors that, that are coming back this year that have a lot of experience. Guys that started when they were sophomores, and so um, I think that's going to be, you know, that's where our experience. We, we do have some guys back that that have played some, some big-time football games. Let's uh, flip it over to the other side. Like you said, you gotta you got to play some defense uh, to win championships. Uh, it's, it's a grind in 7A football in Alabama. Who are some of the kids you're looking for for leadership and on-field uh, performance? Sure. We've got five or six guys back um, last year that, that started games. Um, you know, Simon Miskelly, start with him. He, he's the guy that was one of our leading tacklers last year. Um, he had – I think 19 tackles for loss. This guy that makes a lot of plays in the backfield. Um, and again, he'll be a guy that's a that's a three-year starter. Um, and, and and Simon's a guy that can run. And and we he's a guy we can just do a lot of things with because um, he he's six one, two hundred pounds, and and can move. And so um, we're a guy. He's a guy that will move around a lot. Um, we have a couple guys back in the secondary, Trevor Sisk and, and, and TJ Alexander, um, who started for us last year. These guys that are really excited about. And they're guys that again, guys that we can move around. They played safety last year. They they're playing a few different spots this year um, uh, along the way, but guys that played a lot of football and uh, made a lot of big plays for us. Trevor actually led our team in interceptions last year. Um, we have uh, Miles Mason, who, who's going to be – I mean, he's a big-time player, um, a, a kid that has several offers, SEC offers. Um, you know, he's 6'2", 205 pounds, and uh, he's a guy that's, that's a safety, you know, and, and a guy that can – he's obviously a physical presence out there. He'll play offense for us as well. Um, some, but but he's a defensive guy. That, that's what he's getting recruited for mostly, but by these colleges. And you know he's going to be he's going to be a, a great physical presence for us out there. 
Talking with Josh Floyd tonight, head coach at Hewitt Trustville, number 91 in the high school football America preseason. Top 100, they'll open the season coming up. Uh, game that doesn't count on the official records in Alabama, the, the Champions Challenge against uh, Pell City on uh, August 25th. And then uh, you've got a game, uh, your, your opener against Mississippi, and we'll talk about that in just a second. You had a scramble for a game there. But uh, as you kind of you know get your way through, leaning toward that first game in the Champions Challenge, what are some of the things that you've seen in camp so far that you like? And what are some of the things you still feel this team's got to work on to be ready for that opener? Well, I, I like our I like our intensity. I mean, I, I think we're we're at that point too where we need to play somebody else. You know, mm-hmm. getting get a little feisty <laughs> in practice. Um, you know, with each other. So, which is not not a bad thing. I mean, it's a good thing. I, I think we. I really again, I like our intensity. Um, I, I think we just have to get. Um, used to throwing and catching to each other because some of our guys, um, you know, we were able to have some some big time players. I mean, we've got a couple sophomores that already have several offers. I mean, one of our receivers, Bazalen Warsham, um, you know, one recruiting service ranked him the, the number one player in the state for the class of 2020. I mean, he's got tons of SEC offers already, um, but he's he's only a sophomore, you know. And so, I mean, I, I think him just just coming together with him and Paul, you know, picking up the timing and and they obviously we obviously did that all summer and. Did that in seven on seven, and that was great. But again, I think just uh, being able to have that experience. I mean, every single day, I feel like we're still learning. Um, you know, I think last year we were just a little bit more seasoned team, and so I, I think Zaylin. I mean, he, he's a he's a you know just an unbelievable receiver in a one on one situation. And, you know, he's really tough to defend, and so I think him and Paul are are getting their timing down more and more. Um, you know, another sophomore, Malachi Moore, a guy that's got offers from Oregon and other places. I mean, he's a guy who play receiver for us some as well. But he's also a, a really a lockdown corner um, that we feel like is great. But, again, I mean, he's a sophomore, and so, you know, we're trying to give those guys – we're trying to put them in tough situations in practice um, just because, we, you know, we want, to sh- we want to put a lot of stress on them to where we, when they get in the game, it's, you know, the, they know how to handle that. And so, you know, that's what we've been trying to do in practice is just give our guys, you know, every different look that a defense may show you. Um, same thing on offense. You know, defensively, I mean, we're, we're trying to give those guys different – different looks. I mean, the thing about defense these days, I mean, you play so many different styles of offense. Um, and so, you know, we have to be multiple on defense, you know, and we've changed some things up on defense a little bit um, this season uh, that I'm really excited about. And uh, so, you know, we're, we're not ready for a game yet, but, uh, <laughs> but hopefully by next next week we'll be ready to roll. And uh, either way, I know our kids are ready to play somebody – besides uh, besides each other yeah it's coming one way or another and nothing you can do to stop that train called the regular season uh, josh floyd on the line hewitt trustville number 91 one of three teams from alabama in the uh, in the top 100 uh, i'm hearing a lot of um you know juniors and sophomores in there it sounds like you're building depth uh, that's obviously to a, a key to a program that you want to kind of roll out here but i mean is that is that one of the things that that you had when you went in or is that something you've been working on through feeder programs and all that what how, how was that situation situation when you when you came there four years ago i mean we, we what i really felt last year was the first time we at least had some quality depth really um uh you know our, our first two seasons we just were extremely young, uh extremely thin in some areas um our, our our second season 2015 i mean it was a team that started out six and two and and was having a great year had a chance to make a run and then we were just depleted by injuries and uh, you know sometimes you can't stop that and and you know if, if certain people get injured in certain positions it's tough no matter you know no matter if it's high school or, or the nfl mm-hmm. um, you know it's different um but i, I think the the, uh, the the thing we've been able to do is develop depth. I mean, you mentioned the feeder programs I and mean, that that's been something that we've we've tried to do I and mean, we've poured into that our middle school here programs you know and they're, and they're running our system um i mean we're even 
doing some things at some younger grades. I, I have three sons myself, and they all play youth football here in town and trustful. And we've got, um, you know, I'm, I'm watching my sixth grade son play quarterback the other day. Um, they, they had a scrimmage, and, they, and they're sitting there running no huddle and calling, calling plays like we're calling them and signaling and going fast. And so, you know, that, that that's pretty awesome to see that um, even at that age. And so um, I, I think that helps develop depth, though, because these kids, they start, um, you know, they start knowing what they're supposed to do in seventh, eighth, ninth grade. And so when they get to high school, we can even teach them at a deeper level and at a greater level because they have a, a true understanding of what we're doing on both sides of the ball. And so, again, the, you can't get that done in one or two years. I mean, that's something mm-hmm. that, that takes a while to, to, to put into place, and I think that's part of, of building a, a, a program, building a, a continued, you know, successful program. But, uh, you know, I definitely feel like we have more depth up front um, than we've had in the past. Um, and, and so I, I'm excited about that. And uh, you talking about your son being quarterback there, I thought about this when you were talking about Paul Tyson, you know, you being the, the, the pretty darn good quarterback that you were and all that. What's what's that like for you to uh, to see your son coming up uh, at, at that position? That's got to be a lot of fun for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fun. You know, it's interesting um, being a being a dad um, in the stands, you know, and, and so I, I try to, I try to let him be a kid and not, not just wear him out, you know, as a coach, I try to be a dad. Um, and I, but I'll tell you what, man, it, it, I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun watching our kids play. I mean, they play all the sports, football, basketball, baseball, and it's just, it's definitely a, a fun, a fun time. You know, I don't know if my son will be a quarterback long-term or not, but, uh, but he is now and, uh, and he, he's enjoying it. And so, um, you know, I, I would love to coach my kids one day, but you know, but we'll see how that works out. Hopefully, I'll get the opportunity more time. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I get that. Uh, Josh Floyd is on the line. Uh, Hewitt Trustful, number 91 in their national rankings for us. Uh, and, and really, the algorithm kicks in when the real games are being played, the top 100 really for the fans. But it uh, looks like you've got a lot of talent there. Uh, aside from worrying about uh, you know coaching this team, uh, you had a little bit of a curveball thrown at you, speaking of baseball, uh, when uh, you, your, your season opener, uh, you were supposed to, uh, you were all locked and loaded to play a team from Florida there. And then all of a sudden, uh, they weren't uh, they weren't available, so you had to go looking for a game. Tell me a little bit about that curveball and how you handled it. Well, it it, it has not been easy. I tell you that it's, it's been a journey. Um, my athletic director Lance Walker and myself, we I mean we, we we've been scrambling around for, for for a few weeks. You know, it really happened about uh, mid to late July. Um, we found we were supposed to play a team out of Florida, and then they were supposed to play. They they actually had to cancel on a couple of teams, um, and so. Um, it was a it was a tough situation, you know, and it was just one of those things that they had to get out of. And so, we we looked all over the country, man, and we, we had several um, times that we thought we had games, and then finally um, we were able to get this. And so, we're playing a team at uh, Jackson, uh, Cali, Mississippi. They went seven and five last year, and they returned a lot of guys. And I mean, they have the number one player in the state of Mississippi who's committed to Mississippi State as a receiver, and they have the number three player in Mississippi that that's a has several SEC offers. He's a 6'6", um, defensive lineman. So these guys are, I mean, they're, they're one of those, in, in pregame, they look pretty scary. You know, they, they're just loaded. Um, they've got big-time athletes. And, but, but I think it's going to be great for us. I mean, our, our first region game is the next week against Gaston City, um, who, who's always been a great game for us. I mean, it, it's a good rivalry with us in Gaston City, and they always have big-time athletes. And so I think it'll be a great test for us to see that um, going into our, to our region play. 
Josh Floyd on the line, Hewitt Trustville, uh, talked about the national rankings, uh, Hoover at eight, uh, Central out of Phoenix City there. I, I think I said 70. They're actually 72. And there's some other teams as I kind of went through everything. Uh, 7A looks pretty darn solid this year. I, I know you're focused on your team, and you're not going to look down the road. You'll give me that coach speak a game at a time. But uh, if you give that 30,000-foot view, you've got to be going, wow, 7A is going to be pretty darn tough in, in Alabama this year. Is that is that accurate to say? Oh, there's no doubt. I, mean, I think it is every year, but but I think um, I think it's going to be really stout this year. Um, you know, you've had teams down south, McGill Tulane's been a team that's been state championship game the, the last two years, um, and, and just you know they they've got it rolling down there. They had a coaching change, but still, um, I mean, they're they've got to be a, a huge factor in, in in the state this year. Um, and obviously, Phoenix is a big team, Central, um, you know, a big team that. Uh, has a lot of uh, big time players this year, so I mean it, it's tough, man. It, it's great football here in, in the state of Alabama, and uh, I, th- I think one thing is looking at a lot of quarterbacks this year. I think mean, there's a lot of big time quarterbacks, um, and I would say that's a little bit different than has happened in the last couple of years. And so I, I think it's going to be, you know, from a fan standpoint, it's probably going to be a lot of fun to uh, to, to watch these guys and uh, see how the season progresses. Josh Floyd on the line as we wrap up here talking Hewitt Trustville. Uh, I guess the big question is: you talked about what you're looking and you know looking for out of camp. What are some of the things that you have on the old chalkboard there, saying you know, hey team Huskies, this is what we've got to do to to not only kind of get that you know great regular season, but get deep into the playoffs. What are the the keys to success for you guys this year? Well, I, I think um, you know one of our things that we say here is DTD, which is dominate the day. And, uh, you know, it, it's a similar thing. A lot of people say win the day, dominate, whatever it is. We, we literally are trying to go one day at a time and be better. You know, one thing I challenge our guys with every day, and it is coach speak, but just I, I, we, you're going to get better. You're going to get worse every single day. And, you know, you don't just stay the same. You're either coming out here and you're developing good habits or you're developing poor habits. And so, you know, when, when we don't give great effort in this drill or we're not doing what we're supposed to do in this play, I mean, all we're doing is developing bad habits. And so, um, again, well, we're kind of in that point of fall camp where we're ready to move on and ready to play a game. But, uh, you know, you still got to fight through that and, uh, you know, try to improve every single day. I mean, I- I'm excited about what we have the team. I told our guys, I think, I mean, I-, I think, you know, we're the only thing at this point that can really stop us is ourselves. And, and so we're obviously going to play some great teams. But, you know, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about trying to win a championship or anything right now. I'm just worried about our team coming together as, as one group. Um, you know, I think we're still – you know, one thing right now is special teams. That's something we're working a lot on. I mean, that, that ends up being the difference in in the games. Um, you know, and again, I think when you're playing big-time football like this, I mean, you know, a field goal here, an extra point here, I mean, that may be the difference in the entire game. We are fortunate to have a, a great kicker, Parker Colburn. He'll be a three-year starter for us. He's only going only gonna to be a junior, but he, he started since he was a freshman. And so, um, he, he, he's a divi- I think he's going to be a Division one kicker. Um, so, we, we, we start with him. You know, he, he gives a great weapon. Um, but, but I think we have some weapons – in our return game um, this year more than we've had in the past. And so, um, you know, that's a, another thing, um, you know, that we're, we're just really stressing right now is, is trying to get you ready special teams-wise. And the thing stuff about special teams is it's hard to get just real true life reps uh, mm-hmm. in practice. And so, you know, that's always a concern early in the season um, going into it when you haven't really been able to, to see – you know, real time speed. Just it's hard to do that uh, on your own team. So, um, but we're we're excited about what we have on special teams. We just need some experience there. Well, coach, it's been uh, fun having you here on the show, learning about your team this year. Uh, good luck this year, and thanks for joining us on the show tonight. Well, thanks for having us on here. I appreciate it. Very welcome. That's Josh Floyd, Hewitt Trustville, number ninety-one. Taking a break. Coming back with more. You're listening to High School Football America.
Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you 
can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K dot com forward slash football. Jeff Fisher back on the High School Football America radio show, wrapping things up tonight. Uh, Wow, 12 states open the 2017 high school football season. You can keep up to date with all the scores and the schedules. uh, Powered by ScoreStream by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com. Of course, Hawaii started a couple of weeks ago. Alaska now enters week number two. And the 12 states that are in action this weekend, Arizona, Georgia, Indiana, Kentucky, Missouri, North Carolina, North Dakota, South Dakota, South Carolina, Tennessee, Utah, and Wisconsin. Next week, 19 states as we really get into the swing of things. Alabama, California, Colorado, D.C., Florida, Idaho. They're all set to kick off. Illinois also next week along with Iowa, Michigan, Mississippi, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. And HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com is your one-stop shop to keep up with all of your favorite teams throughout the season. We will also be releasing our first in-season High School Football America Top 100. We release it before everyone else does. Yep, it's better to lead than follow. Uh, Sunday afternoon is when we will release our Top 100 rankings, and then uh, we'll also start putting out uh, the uh, state-by-state rankings for the 12 states. Uh, Hawaii and Alaska's Top 5 are already out, so uh, come back to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com throughout the weekend. Follow us on Twitter at Jeff Fisher Media, on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash High School Football America, and on Instagram, also the handle there is High School Football America. Don't forget, if you're going out to a game, download the app, the ScoreStream app that gets you all kinds of uh, interesting interaction going throughout the country. Let everybody know how your favorite team is doing. You can upload, and in addition to keeping score, you can upload photos and videos. Get the app at uh, Google Play or in the iTunes Store. Well, that's going to do it for me for tonight. Time to go and uh, check out some high school football games. There are some going on right now. So check out the scoreboards at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. For now, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from Southern California. You've been listening to High School Football America Radio Show.